Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to Name That Too. Another fantastic episode. We're going to have songs from decades old and decades present with your hosts, Neil and Kristen Baker. Um, and that theme song, you know, Meet Me on the Savannas, <laughs> is very, very famous. Meet Me on the Savannas. <laughs> well, I, don't you hear can, the drum beat in the background? I hear the drum beat in the background, but it's not oh, yeah, that's particularly a big, big hit with the Watusi. It's no, not particularly African to me sounding. It's just nothing. Our theme song is well, anyway. No, actually, it is Zulu's what it is. It's not my favorite. Written the song. <laughs> I don't think so. And the Zulus got into a big battle over it. Well, of course, as history knows, we bought the rights to it, and now we're not allowed in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> right. The whole continent has banned us. No, that song sounds more like it was produced in a studio. I mean, not that 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 sounds brilliant. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it sounds like you know artificial instruments, something that they put them. I found it off. I found it on a free. um, It was free. MP3 is for you. Yeah. Well, you have to pay royalties if you're using like. Oh, really? You have to. You can if have you use like. Tunes you could use. Right. People compose free music, and you can use it. You know, it's like yeah. Well, there's some music that's um that's 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 free that are popular songs like I don't know um what comes to mind. I don't know. It's like public domain music, you know. Oh, Susanna. Oh, Susanna, exactly. Oh, Susanna. Um, probably many of the Christmas carols that you hear are public domain. But maybe not all. But anyway, um, we're way off track. But last show, we had, um, we had a lot of music, musical references. So I thought I'd make that little joke. Anyway. Uh, 914-338-0164 is, is the number to reach us, and this is the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour, not name that tune, hosted by Neil and Kristen Baker, though that would be fun. We do have a caller, 959 is in the queue, and uh, we want to let people know how to reach us. Uh, again, 914-338-0164, as well you can join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog, Talk Radio Profile. And I'm going to adjust the very professional studio we have here. 
where we're recording our show so we get the best sound possible. Okay, let's bring on 959. Hey, Stacel. Oh, hey, Stacel. It's been a long time. I know. <laughs> so, Stacel, I don't remember your birthday. I I know there's you're like September. There's eight nines, and you're compounded, I think. But let's see. Uh, well, it's eighteen. Well, it's ten eighteen eighty nine. Okay, so we do have eights and nines. And you're born on the 18th, which is a great day to be born on, by the way. Eight, nine, yeah. ten. And, and you, you are eight, compounded, like I said, 37, 10, 1. And you are interesting. It's 17. I feel like I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your, your birthday <laughs> is an interesting. You know, it rises from the lowest number, 1, well, I mean, zero is a number, so I guess it goes, it, you know, we'll consider a zero number. So it, it dips to zero. So the one to zero, back to one again, and then to eight, and then to eight again, and then nine. So in your transcendent years, I mean, there should be a lot of good things going on, but you've got some problems in relationship that's very, very obvious from your birth date code with that 101 right. in the beginning. So childhood, did you have a difficult... You're close with your mom, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I mean, it's not... I don't know how to explain it. And my mom and me have funny relationship with each other, but it's, it's different. It's not unusual. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's um, not a usual I mean, mother's mom, kind of relationship. Yeah, because my mom, she has, you know, she she's born with a mild viral palsy. She's very spicy. Oh. You know, she's unique, but, um, yeah. <laughs> so that would account for some of the trouble you had in your youth. I mean, your mother has a disability that's really serious. And was there a divorce yeah. in the family? Divorce? Um, Abandonment from no, father? No divorce? No, my... No, my 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 mom. No, they never got divorced. They're, they're still together, but they're they're very dysfunctional at times. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, so they you know, they're two fires fire going at each other all the time. <laughs> and how's your how's your relationship with your father? I mean, we, we're going to get to your question, but just what's the relationship um, like with your father? It's very. It's not like very Brain. emotional like connection. It's it's yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's distant. It's a distant relationship. He does, he does look, yeah, but he but definitely he does look out for me though. Like he does yeah. um you know, like if I have issues with my car or if he wants to give me food, like my mom said, you your father got something for you, you know, it's you know, he he's he does look out for me. He looks but out for you but he's not demonstrative. He's not demonstrative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I never get like this their inspection and fatherly love type thing, but I guess he he shows in a different way. So. Do you have a sister? Yeah. Okay, that's just coming in for some reason. And how's the relationship with her? What's that like? You fight or close? Uh, we fight when we're little. It's it's not the relationship that I wish I had right now like he doesn't really communicate we don't really communicate with each other like that um i feel like she's 
maybe she's trying since she had she just had a baby back in September. Um, you know, I was at her house, but that's because my mom was babysitting. Um, so I don't normally see her like that. So it's not a close relationship. So there's the you know the trouble in relationships, and of course you've had your troubled relationships over the years that we've spoken with you. So, right. um, Stacel, today, what is your question? And your Stacel, by the way, is 33 years old. He's going to be 34 years old in uh, October, so he's not even reached age 37 yet. No, not yet. <laughs> that's um, that's your that's the karmic change. That's the age where you reach your karmic turnover. Not okay. that you I don't have well, changes. Every 10 years, you change every three years. Yeah, hopefully it's a good change. You want to have a good change. Yeah, and I, I usually don't looking forward to getting older, but if it's something that's better than 33 or past eight years, it's better than going up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, what was I going to say? Your 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 life stasel also goes in cycle, yearly cycles. So they're very, you know, some people like are 34-7. So they have cycles every seven years from birth to death and then every seven years from the age of 34 on. So there's two cycles going on in their birth dates. You yourself are, you know, I mean, it's like a cycle every year. So that's, you know, a really quick turnover. Then every 10 years, because you're compounded, you have 10-year um, cycles. So at the age of 10, actually, what happened at the age of 10? Anything dramatic? Um, I'm trying to think. Age of 10. Is I there mean, at t- age of 10, I've always felt, I mean, like, you know, going to elementary school and stuff like that, I always felt very self-conscious about myself or... You know, I just felt very, I don't know, I don't want to say lonely, but, you know, it's just those kind of things, I guess. Were you bullied at all? Say, yeah, I would say somewhat bullied or being making fun of or, you know, yeah, or having cool. a lot of anxiety. Um, I've always had consistent anxiety at that age. Okay, because you have a 10 in your month and you're, you know, that's part of your uh, karma code. Okay, so anyway, just kind of playing around with your birthday. Um, But like we said, the good thing is you you rise to a nine. You have two eights in your birthday. You've got an 18 in the day, which is, you know, a strong number. Powerful. Right. Well, you know what's interesting? I was born in the morning around 118. Wow, that's interesting. Another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is because that's your a month and day. I actually have a similar um in my birth date. My birth date corresponds with my birth time as well. So I can relate to that. And that's not, you know, it's everybody doesn't experience that. Right. But what what what's your question today? So um well, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it's not just for me, but it's also for my boyfriend. So his mom passed away back in July. And ever since, you know, his sister um been trying to move up here just to be close to, to us. And, you know, we send work over, and, you know, she has her, you know, her second news voucher and everything. She, you know, she poured it out. And it's been a struggle. And now she has to put it back to where she is and then we put it out 
back up here to a different town um, because they keep raising the rent. And, you know, it's just been, it's been a struggle. I'm just trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, because it doesn't sound like she's giving up because she just want to be next. She just want to be with her brother. So. Sister, <laughs> sister wants to be with the brother. Okay. So the mother died. And sister wants to be with mother, brother. Okay, what's your boyfriend? passed away unexpectedly. Oh, so it was unexpected. It's a premature death. Is she, I would imagine. um, Well, it's weird because we were, and she and his mom was coming down there in August. Cecil, wait, wait, wait. Cecil, we can't hear you. We are really muffled. Can you talk oh, right into the phone? You, That's better. Way better. better now? Way okay. better. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so back in July, you know, I during that time, I was already stressed out, trying to figure out how to get to North Carolina in August because we were supposed to help with his mom, um, you know, priest, uh, I guess uh, post-surgery for her knee. And, you know, she wanted to come down there. We haven't seen her for, um, I guess, three years or almost three years. And she just, you know, passed away in, in July after, 25th. It was just unexpected. After her knee surgery. She had a knee surgery, which obviously doesn't usually no, kill you. she never had a knee surgery. Her, her well, knee surgery was it? supposed to be scheduled for, oh. uh, I think, August I see. didn't have knee surgery. Yeah. And then she just died. Yeah. Did she have diabetes or any pre-existing conditions? Um, they found that she had. Um, or anything with the heart? She had. She had a heart attack. Um, uh, they said she had a fried diabetic, something fatty like liver. a fatty liver. Yeah. Is the heart accurate? Is the heart accurate? She had. She did have a heart attack. Um, I'm not sure how often she had her heart check. We don't even know too much. I mean, I remember when I lived with her in Florida, she she would take my hand. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? My my heart is racing. And, you know, I said, yeah, I could, I could feel it. But So she know, had, like, palpitations or a, a arrhythmia of the heart, maybe not. An, okay, yeah. But there was a heart issue right. going on. And right. she, you yeah. say she is diabetic, was diabetic? Um, she was pre-diabetic when they, diabetic. When they did... Um, you know, autopsy or something like that. And a fatty liver, but do they know what? Okay. So the question is, the question is, how does the sister get to move closer? And what's stopping them? We see caller 216. We need to get the sister. What is the sister's birthday? Do you know? Um, it's September, September 27. 1971. And what's your boyfriend's birthday? Uh, his birthday is September 5th, 87. And what is the mother's birthday? Uh, January 4th, 1952. 52. Well, she was 71. 71, right? Oh, 70. Five, 
So she's a 22-4, which is, I mean, well, you didn't talk about the heart, but it's a compound of 11, which is difficult. Okay, 14, 24. And what's exactly stopping, again, the sister can't move because of why? Nine. So she, okay, so I remember back in October, um, she squared out her, her Section 8. Um, and had to go back to Orlando, and I guess the people in Orlando took so long. Um, so she finally got to put it up here um, around February. So ever since February, the rent was going up, and then something happened to her credit. She just recently just fixed that issue, and she could not find anything. So now she wants to put it out back to, to the originated um where the voucher came from, because they're originally from Florida, but she's in North Carolina, and she just want to leave North Carolina. It's nothing but bad memories there. So she has, she has to get Section 8 in Florida in order to move out there, and that's the delay. Yeah, so she, she says she may have to pour it out to another town or something that may be available to her. It's just that I guess up here in Connecticut is different because we do it by town. They don't do within a county because I guess we don't have a county government up here. So it makes um, it makes it more limited to find something. So. Okay. Uh, well, and she can't move in with you temporarily unless she looks. And two one six, we're still we still see you there. We're gonna get to you shortly. No, she can't stay with you, obviously. Right. I mean, I I live on under under a housing myself so so you can't with ha- you can't have new residents come in there's rules I don't even what, what, what is the, what she, she, the question is is the sister going to be able to get section 8 so she can move from North Carolina to Florida she wants to be closer to her brother who lives with Stacel in Florida yeah, and, she, has, um, she has a section 8 voucher but it's just that her section 8 voucher right now is in Connecticut, I think it's being poured back, but they're still paying for her rent in North Carolina. Wait, the section, I'm confused. You said Connecticut? Yeah, she poured out her vouchers, but her her rent is still being paid because originally they're from Orlando. So Orlando um, Housing or Orange County, they're still paying for her rent in North Carolina. I don't know. It's kind of confusing to me, but she is in North Carolina right now. She just want to get out of there. She needs to talk to the, the people at Section 8 and, and say, you know, I'm planning a move and I need housing in Florida, in the area that you're in. You know, Stacey, so we're, we're talking about a, a family tribal disconnection, if you will. And so, you know, your father's estranged a bit. Your mother's passed over. No, and- this is his brother. Yeah, I'm talking about where he's coming from. And then the boyfriend's energy. Now, is his sister, not that it's any of our business, but is she she straight or gay? Is she a lesbian or or just straight? She's straight. Okay. So, and and then her brother is your partner. Her brother is your boyfriend. Right. Her brother. Her brother, her brother is your boyfriend. Okay, because we see what we what we're talking about is a tribal connection, however disconnected. 
So the, the idea is, well, the, will the sister be able to move closer to her brother because the energy of the tribal situation is going to allow it when at the time there's all this separation going on? She, she you know, The mother died uh, July 25th, which was, you know, a few months back. But my feeling is that there may be some trouble in terms of connecting the sister to the brother in that immediate zone. And that may be due to karma, meaning that there's a journey that the sister has to take whereby she connects to other energies in a different location because it's commanded by karma. In other words, she has a karmic responsibility to plan herself somewhere else. That may happen. That might happen. Is she currently engaged in a relationship or is she single? She's single. I know her, her baby father still come visit. Um, I guess just to be around the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So you see there's a separation. That that adds to the idea of that there is separation in relationship. Right. So it's gonna be very challenging, uh, Stacel, to to get the sister to move closer to the brother because the obstacles going on are deeper than you think. And there may be a karmic connection where the sister has to live elsewhere. And so that's probably what is going to happen unless, you know, there's some kind of energy work that can change Change the the situation. But, I mean, on a physical level, you know, talking to Section 8 and trying to get vouchers for housing in Florida would be the logical step to take. They may deny her, but she has to try. Has she done that yet? Well, she doesn't want to move back to Florida. Where does she want to move? You got where wait you got oh you're in Connecticut. Yeah, she okay, so you're, originally I they thought, moved to North Carolina yeah. to get away from Florida. Yeah. They from yeah, Florida okay, originally. I was I thinking, did you move to Florida? I knew you were in Connecticut. I knew you were in Connecticut and I got confused. So she wants to move back oh. to Connecticut and her vouchers are her vouchers are from Connecticut, allowing her to move no, to no, North no, no, Carolina. No, 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 no. No, it's okay. So her voucher, okay. So her voucher originally um, is from Orlando, and so they've been in Orlando almost pretty much all their lives. So they moved out of Florida, finally moved out uh, a few years ago, and they moved to North Carolina. And so now she wants to get out of North Carolina. She, she, it's just her and her daughter. Um, it's just none but bad memories there. So she wants to move to right. Connecticut to be close to her brother. Connecticut. So she okay, poured that... out her voucher. Yeah. Okay, I got confused and thought you moved to Florida, but I do know that you're up north. So, okay. Right. So I used to live in Florida. Okay, you used to live in Florida. You used to you live know, in the Florida. Good thing. Okay. That's probably why I'm confused. Oh no, she's going to seventy-one. She needs to. She needs to talk to someone at the Section Eight office and see if she can get vouchers for housing in Connecticut. Or to get in touch with someone in Connecticut or someone that can transfer her vouchers to Connecticut in in um, Orlando or North Carolina. 
Uh, it sounds like it doesn't. It's not North Carolina. It's Orlando. That's She's Orlando. That is re- releasing the vouchers, right? Or, right. Orlando. She, I mean, her voucher it. is in Connecticut. It's just that what she qualifies for, her allocated amount, is not enough to cover rent in that area in the particular part of Connecticut. So now she has to send it back to Orlando and redo the whole process all over again because it's expiring in May. So, but because everything, all the rent, um, you know, they just keep going up and up, and it's just it's it's not catching up with the with the market rate, I guess. You know, the only thing that is the only thing that the you could thing. jump here is that your boyfriend, your boyfriend's age right now is his sister's uh, karmic, karmic number. Karmic number? Oh, wait. Because I think the sister's a 36.9 and your boyfriend is 36 years old. Am I right? Um. Well, right now he's, he's 35 36. Going yeah, he's going to be 36. So his age is is approaching her her karmic, karmic number. number. So that could mean, now that we calculate this, that could mean that she could move closer to him, because that would mean that your your boyfriend would say, "Well, what happened to 36? Well, my sister moved closer to us." That would be one of the because that would be a change. The six, thirty-six change. years old is going to be a change. So for your there boyfriend. is some hope there if we analyze it on a numerical level. Um, we just have to wait and see. It's it, it's it's up for analysis, but whether it's numerically analyzed or psychically impressioned, um, there's a conflict going on in there, regardless, because. Um, it it's just got it's it's it just has some controversy in it. So I don't know. But but there's a chance now because it, so in other words, by September she could be moving closer to you too, if that's your question. You'll know by September. Uh your boyfriend's um, Yeah, because she hmm. said, you know, she doesn't want to stay in a house because it, it reminds of her mom. That's where they found they found her in the bathroom. Uh, slumped over um, over the tub or something like that and it's just like torturing for her um, and she said there's some weird that goes on in that house um, and then plus she said her voucher only covers two rooms now now that her mom is no longer in the household and they have the three bedrooms so she's trying to find something with two bedrooms oh, what a mess what a mess yeah. well I mean, there, there. You know, when you bring up these topics, there could be some uh, possible history somewhere down the line with one of the members having drug problems, drug addiction or abuse of drugs. It may be somewhere down the line in the family Maybe structure. The, it could the, be alcohol. Could be well. Could be also. Yeah, the boy, her father, the children. But that would that would create an energy field because she slumped over in the tub. Uh, is there anything you can, uh, is there anything that you can uh, validate as far as alcoholism or drugs? Um, I mean, I know, I know his mom drinks quite a bit and her, and her son, my boyfriend drinks quite a bit too. 
Well, okay. Well, what we'll do is keep in touch with us. Well, you know, for the if it's possible, it might maybe that she moves closer. If that's everybody's desire. There seems to be some karmic connection numerically connected to that thought. So I would suggest, Stacey, that you contact us as soon as you find out a little bit more, and we'll try to work with that part of the energy at that time. Okay. Yeah, because I know when she pours out her voucher back to Orlando, it's going to be a home. It, it, took, it took her like three months to actually get it poured up here. Because those people in Orlando, they, they're very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, yeah, it's definitely will update you guys. Yeah, update us. It's not the end of the world. It's not a, it, 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 wherever she lands is where she's supposed to be. That seems to be the premise right now. We're trying to predict which space it's going to be in, but she's not going to be in harm's way when she leaves this home. But give us a call in uh, as soon as you find out some more information, and we'll try to okay. connect to what we've already discussed. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Cecil. Good luck. Thank you. <sighs> Miss Russell. We have a call? No, we lost oh, our caller. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm getting so many junk. I, you know, you got to be careful, people out there. I get so many junk um, texts, you know, with hyperlinks in them, and God knows what would happen if you click on them. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Just get, don't, you don't click on anything, ha- but you don't know exactly what it is. Alert 75, hacker attempted to access your file. Secure your files now with antivirus, and then just, no. yeah, I mean, no, but be very careful. I've got um, two this morning already. You know, it's kind of like in our topic, that would be like a false energy giving this information. Um, And it happens. There are spirits out there that give false information and they can, any kind of psychic can be susceptible to that because spirits and demons and entities and all these things can be very crafty and supply accurate information with another motive in mind. In mind. So uh, it, it happens. It, it happens in the astral realm. It happens in cyberspace. It happens in life. It, it comes from the idea of deception. And that comes from the idea of some motivation on the part of, in our case, entities that just like to confuse human beings. It's just terrible. Yeah. Okay, we're going to bring on our caller. Okay. Who is Jennifer? In our case. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? Okay, I got to close my laptop because I had you guys on and I didn't want that that echo. Sorry about that. Um, That's okay. Yes. It's very important time, even though it's Mercury retrograde, whatever that means. But uh, I'm on strike. <laughs> Nothing to us, but that's okay. That's right. <laughs> she doesn't, she's thick skinned plus. <laughs> she feels getting worried that, anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, um, you can yep. take it. I can say, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? That's the beauty of thick skin. It, it, it ages you less. 
and uh, you don't cry a lot about what people do to upset you. You're no snowflake. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, now we have no activity in the chat room because it was just you, you and you and us in there, and now now we're talking to you. So, the chat room. Oh well, and I've got right, and I've got to get going because uh, so, but I can keep you mobile with me, but I can't type because I've got to meet somebody. But my question is, like, I started on this strike for, I I don't really understand unions. They all seem very. Um, one-sided and not necessarily for the employees like that they're making up these random things to strike for so you know i'm have to pick it and which is fine i don't care um but it's nothing to do with anything i care about like um but it start it was funny because i predicted something would happen on april 20th and then we were on strike and the, because of the eclipse so the eclipse in canada where i am was and actually even probably earlier was on the 19th and that's the day we started striking mm. so i'm i'm one i'm wondering if you if there's any numerology involved to see how long i'm going to be on strike for Four three nineteen seventy. her birthday is four three nineteen seventy. um numerology i don't know jennifer poor two well, you know, what's interesting is you started striking on 420, and that's your reverse code um, in your karmic number, 4-2. Oh, really? Actually, no, we started on the 19th. Yeah, but you said you it, before you said you predicted something was going to happen on 420. So that that yeah. verbalized, that being verbalized has to be part of our conference here. So oh. you said, do you know what I'm saying? You said, well, I predict something's going to happen on 420. You started on the 19th, but the 20th, um, I don't know if it was the first full day, but you mentioned it, and it's in your code. So yeah. there you go. No, uh, whatever it's worth, Jennifer. Uh, are you guys picketing on the weekend, too? No, just um, – and I'm going to Las Vegas on Sunday, so I won't even be picketing next week. I'll be away. So. Oh. Uh, okay. On this point, in, in a rough draft analysis, I would say five days. Oh, that's not very long. Okay. I was going to say two weeks, but, you know, I, I, I'm guessing, I, to be honest. It's a guess. It's not yeah. a psychic, uh, I wouldn't say a you know, psychic. I mean, if you hit it, if, if the strike's very disruptive to the function of the business, um, that five-day prediction may be what I'm picking up on. It's not... It's not solid. It's not a valid prediction, but it's an assumption on a predicting level. It's mm. an assumption. So, so I would say that if you're going to be if you're going to be a, making a prediction and you apply it to an assumption, but it's still a prediction, that's a little bit more than just reasoning. Mm. The, the thing that could change it. I don't know. I mean, why do I say five days? Because that's what came in. I don't know if it's actually. So 19th, 20th, 21st. Be, uh, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. By Thursday. No, no, no. She started striking on the 19th. So five days. So no, 19th, five days 20th. from now. Oh, five days from now. Okay, that's a week. About a week of yeah. striking. So I'm saying two weeks total. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, time will tell. 
time will tell. Like this indeed will. I mean, yeah. you know, the thing is, I, you know, I'm not sure about your union. What, like you said, you don't know what you're really even striking about, and that's a little bit confusing. Well, I, I kind of do. It's like, of course, like everything, it's we don't have a contract, and we're supposed to have a contract. So it's been since 2021. So it's been a couple of years. Um, more money. Um, you know, a few things regarding scheduling of shifts and that sort of thing. And some weird thing about everybody having to have diversity training, which makes me laugh because they put us all on leave without pay for not getting a shot. Well, what about diversity of thought? Some of us believe that, you know, we should decide what goes into our body. But yeah. no, that wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> so diversity sure. training, that, that made me laugh. But uh uh, was there a couple anything, things that I, yeah, go ahead. Was there anything about like $22 an hour? What What's going on around near or around that thing? There, there's something to do with $2.50 an hour for um, extra, I don't know if it's overtime or a shift. They call it a shift premium. So something about two fifty an hour okay. for that. And what is the normal hourly rate where you guys work? She may not want to reveal that, but oh. well I well, it, no, it's all it's all public knowledge. But, oh. um, it it yeah, depends because... on your job level. Everything's a level. So if you're at a job, there's like tiers. So if you're in your first year you get X number of dollars if you're at a certain level, second year, um so Are these amounts it, above are these amounts above or below $22 an hour? What would that be per year? Because I, I kind of think of per year. Would that oh, be 22 22 times 7 times 7 yeah, that's about the average salary of everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. around right. Yeah. Okay, so that it, it may, you know, what right now, right now it could change, but right now it could be wrapped up in five days working days. So we'll put it around Thursday or Friday of next week, possibly then. Okay, we'll know. I'll call you back. You'll know. I'll keep in touch. Okay. Well, yeah, you do that. <laughs> yeah. you have to, are you on your way to go strike now? No, I just finished. I was from 8 until noon, but it was raining, so, you know, oh. I was in the rain. Yeah, but I saw some old friends from it I haven't seen in a while, so it was nice. And then um, I volunteer for hospice, so one of the ladies just had a birthday that I volunteer with, so I'm going out to lunch with her. So. Well, have a lovely lunch. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, she has some dead dead people. Okay, so I, I'm not saying her name or anything, so it doesn't matter. But her husband and her mother died. And um, cause of death, they put on the um, the death certificate, was COVID. But oh, one yeah. had, like, sure. like, really bad cancer, and the other one was, like, really, really old. Yeah, so, that's what they do. They code their deaths as COVID so they can make the numbers sound like they're, um, infl- I mean, they, so they can inflate the numbers. You can have right. cancer, have cancer and have, be infected closely with COVID at the same time. 
it's not cancer that killed you, it's COVID. It's a bunch of crap. Anyway. Right. Ex- Sorry. Yes, absolutely. And it, uh, I, it infuriates me that anyone was allowed to get away with that. Yeah, you know, that's the time. Yeah. Yep. Here, so, too. And, and in, 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 in the, the UK as well. I've listened wow. to podcasts about it, and it's been really bad. And, of course, you know, to push an agenda. The, yep. the numbers, you know, old people say, oh, so many people died from COVID. I mean, I mean, the numbers were so high, but you have to, in perspective, look at what really happened. You know, you come in in a head-on, from, you know, in an ambulance, and you're in a head-on collision, and your brains are, you know, bursting out of your head, but you died yeah. from COVID, you know? Right. Please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and the, I'm 100% sure they did that, and uh, it's it's wrong, and people should be penalized for lying about things like that. Well, the reason they do it is the hospitals get money. I mean, at least in the states, they get money for COVID deaths. They must there's appear money. too, or else why would they have done that? Right. Yeah. There's money. Yeah. There's incentive. Yeah. Um, and I think- Go ahead over-year death rate was relatively the same, if not less. So the average death rate during it was, was less than you'd expect a big spike, right? But no, no no spike. No spike. I know someone who um, went to the hospital for an allergic reaction to a medication, pretty severe, um, you know, that caused a uh, uptick in heart rate for a period of like 12 hours. And the person finally went to urgent care, and they said, you need to go to ER right away because your EK sli- EKG is slightly abnormal. You've been up. You've not slept. And you've had this, you know, parent allergic reaction to this medication. And this person, after, the, after checking in and being released from the hospital, never was admitted as an inpatient, but, but released after the ER, read over her records and it said she came in for COVID symptoms, which was not what she said to the people that were, you know, doing the intake. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's a crime. It is a crime. It is a crime. Uh, We wish you a lovely lunch. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And if I can continue to listen, that would be great. You can continue to listen. You may. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Have a good one. Yeah, we were talking about, I mean, she was mentioning her friend having a lot of dead people around her, but uh, we were talking about um, how spirits can give false information, which is always going to be a problem. Whenever you do a reading, you have to kind of, the psychic has to kind of, um, probe and analyze what they're connected to, if that's the case, and they're not just being psychic from within. There's always a possibility that there is something out there that is not totally authentic in terms of honesty. So there are tricksters out there, and they give information that is accurate. They'll start off being accurate. Um, well, we've had spirits that have given or done certain things that you've gotten rid of in our home. Yeah. I, I know you, I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about, but I'll remind you after the show. Yeah. Uh, it, it sometimes it takes a little while to, to figure it out 
but a, a lot of times you just know offhand. It, it, and if you're if you're kind of experienced, then you know you'll know immediately what to do if you if you detect some kind of suspicious behavior from the energy. I mean, there are energies that are opposed to human beings. So. Um, Well, I mean, that's kind of how it's the basis of our planet. <laughs> this is not actually a friendly planet towards human beings. Look at the mayhem we face on the planet. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, if you know, if you have a peaceful death, you're lucky. Look at all the accidents and the, this natural disruption that occurs on the planet aside from aside from conflicts between different different ethnic groups yeah. i mean this is not exactly um you know uh, you know it, it doesn't maybe it doesn't help matters that much but when a person has an understanding that in the energy fields of the astral realm there are wars there are battles there there is duality and confrontation and strife so it's not like you you enter the astral realm and you're just everything's peaceful that that my experience has been that way i have found that there are those dimensions in the astral realm but understanding that there is conflict in the astral realm helps at least me to understand and grasp the complications we have down here on the planet and where where there you know ultimately where all that arises from who's anyone's guess where conflict occurred in terms of if you believe in the afterlife otherwise you just you know believe in being dust when you're dead but if you ascribe to some kind of energy field beyond life where there is some form of energy existence and it relates a little bit to human consciousness that you just don't die and your consciousness is lost forever. Something is maintained, which brings us to, you know, to the concept, how much of the earth does a soul maintain? I mean, if the soul is off the earth, what's the purpose of having any connection to the earth? We like to, be sentimental and say that, well, if you die and you're a soul now and a spirit and your loved ones are on the planet, well, maybe, maybe hopefully there's still some connection, that there's awareness. Obviously, we believe that. But when you think about it, it makes no sense because why, when we're done with the earth, we're done with it. Right. When we're done, well, that's the point. When you're done with the earth, you're done with it. And Except for karma. It's right. Karma may Exactly. So, so the, the souls that are able to connect aren't done with the earth, generally, spe- generally speaking. Yeah. They're not done with the earth, even though they're in soul form and not in human physical form. They're not done with the earth. That's why they're able to connect. And they're kind of coming back or working out karma on the astral plane before they're able to transcend, whatever it may be. It's yeah, an individualized oh, I mean, somebody situation. may say, oh, you've connected to spirits that, you know, are restful, peaceful. They're waiting for their loved ones to come up. Um, they have completed everything. I mean, well, yeah. I, I, in our defense, yeah, I guess a soul can cross over and not have karma anymore. And be conscious of 
the energy of the earth. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, we're, we're in a world of fairy tales here, essentially. There's no proof about anything. It's all just no, there's no entertainment and fiction in that regard. But if we get to the point where we try to put some legitimate basis to what we do, then we have to start defining some of the substance that we, we adhere to in our readings. So we, we, we lie on a fictitious line, but we believe it's for real, just like a movie. It's That's fiction, right. but it's real. That's right. You know, considering the fact that we have no more callers, um, I think we should wrap up early. Yeah, we can move on and we'll, we'll move continue on, for the on day. Wednesday. We'll continue on Wednesday. And yes, that we are nine AM PM. <laughs> nine AM Pacific, twelve PM Eastern. My tongue is not doing what my brain is commanding it to do. So we hope everyone has a good weekend. Sorry we didn't get to our caller from 216, but perhaps that caller will join us again on Wednesday. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.